Oh, it feels like ages since we chatted. I do miss yeah, our no. chats. You're saying a quick podcast. It's not going to be a quick one. You know that, don't you? Oh, no, not this subject. <laughs> Hell's teeth. <laughs> Hell's teeth. Right, I'm just trying to think how I'm more than this. So, um, hello, welcome to the ANF podcast holiday special. Ta-da. Right, ready? Right. Hello and welcome to the ANF podcast holiday special with me, Scott Casson and him, Al Coates. Yeah, it's like a Butlins kind of thing yeah. going on. Oh, we went to Butlins. No, no, let's, we no, let's not it. go there oh, yet. Went to, oh. Just keep your powder dry for a little while. <laughs> I think it was Pontins, just to be clear. Um, yes, yes. Well, we um, we sort of, uh, as a as a companion podcast to go with the um with the paul white uh the hidden disabilities sunflower lanyard guy we thought we'd do a podcast and i said to scott hey scott we should do we should talk about and scott when i talk, this said, is long talk overdue, this one. yeah this is long overdue because this could be a long podcast oh. i've got too much to say on this subject <laughs> oh and so this is a podcast about holidays yeah um yeah, yeah uh, Maybe have a few, can I have one news item before we go into yeah, holidays? Yeah, yeah, and we should maybe do a little welfare check. I've just come back from a holiday. Yeah, and uh, hence so, the reason uh, we're recording the holiday special. <laughs> yes, hence the reason. No, um, just people may or may have no may or may not have noticed on social media. I've been sort of um, I've been I in well I didn't I wasn't asked I invited to host a. A report written by a group of people who are ex- adoptive parents who had experienced disruption. Mm. It's called adoption crisis, the jarring reality of adoption. It's got thirty-four contributors, people just telling their stories, really. So there's no no kind of arcing narrative around that. It is just people telling yeah. their stories. It's the start of a group of people who are just really keen to see system change. So I'll, I'll put the link for it in the doobly do and um, mm-hmm. the show notes and. Um, it's. I encourage people to read it. It's quite a hard read, but I think it just it sort of it reinforces my thinking that we actually we need to support families better. It is probably the you know if we've got support, which is one end, it's you know come to the Easter egg hunt once a year, yeah. and at the other end we've got disruption. You know, and mm-hmm. so it's it's part of that continuum, um, and I think it just reflects the needs of families. So I just put that there. It's a bit of a it's a quite a sobering subject, but people read that and. Um, yeah, we're going to be maybe we're going to get um, the individual who wrote it on in early May. We're going to do a live webcast, and we're going to get a few other guests. So we're going to perhaps fill into that. Mm-hmm. A really interesting guest I'm speaking to next week um, in relation to a PhD about children's experience of violent aggressive behaviour. So children themselves talking about it, and they've done a PhD on that, which is a really, really not mm, often heard voice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very rare. Yeah. Anyway. So that was the that was the that was a serious that was a serious notification, wasn't it? Oh, very sensible. And I think as you've mentioned something that you're doing, we should mention on Monday, six PM oh. we'll be speaking to Jeff Noble, who is the CEO and founder of FASD FASD Caregiver Success in Canada. But it's a worldwide global kind of thing that he does. Um I'm going to his event in air on Tuesday. You're not because you weren't invited. As <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so I'm going to that on Tuesday, um, and really just getting him on. Um, me and Tris were on his podcast last year, I think it was, and he's absolutely mental. So it'll be a good. I laugh, remember that. If not, no. yeah. What I remember um, is you you went on it and you came after, afterwards. You said, 
we need to talk about the podcast. Outcast. <laughs> we need to talk about how that, that's when we started trying to uplift. <laughs> we tried to lift our game. That, it, it lasted about two episodes and we just went there. Um, yeah. He is, he's absolutely, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's a cracking guy, but he's cracked. He's absolutely, yeah. Um, but it'll be good fun, um, hopefully, listening to him and seeing what that happens on Tuesday. But we're going to speak to him Monday, see what it is about, see why he's doing it in Scotland, all that sort of stuff. Um, but obviously, it's it'll be alive, but we'll put it out as a, it's only going to be a half hour, 45 minute jobby. So we'll put it out yeah. afterwards as a, as a little extra podcast for the week but it should be excellent should be good fun i'm sure it will yeah so scott uh, uh, you're a man so of well. many holidays adoption's answer to <laughs> i'm trying to think uh, judith chalmers who else is a, a famous travel show say. um yeah famous travel show i don't know Can't think of any. there's not many male yeah. males to do is there no there isn't no. so we'll just call you yeah. judith anyway. for this episode um yeah, <laughs> looking unimpressed um I just thought that this is an issue. I can't believe we've not talked about it before. I know, actually, I can't either. Especially, like you say, how many holidays I've bloody had over the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I suppose it's maybe because I don't go on holidays and I, I see them as a massive well, inconvenience in my life. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I could, I could tell by about Saturday it was starting to become an inconvenience. You only went away on Wednesday. <laughs> well, actually... <laughs> I flew on Wednesday morning at, I think it's uh, half six or half, it was a really early flight, which is perfect for us to get, get, you know, get off, get there, which is great. And then um, I think it was 24 hours later, just over, and I texted you with a little, like, I've had an idea. And you messaged me straight back going, yes, I've stopped the the stopwatch now, 24 hours, you know, I just really snappy (laughs) comment. (laughs) Like, I just get so, they're just not me. But I I was thinking. No, uh, they're not. No. I was thinking that, that, well, I've got lots of stories about holidays we've taken, but as a rule, we've not taken that many holidays. I have to say that I think that the impact mm-hmm. of having children with complex needs and having lots of children is that meant that we, mm-hmm. is meant, is meant, meant that we, it just totally altered our, how we interacted with holidays but prior to, um, yeah. um, but I, have, I was thinking about this. I was, I was walking the dog yesterday and I was thinking, you know but interestingly, holidays, one of the most defining experiences for me as an adult was on holiday. And it was we, yeah. so when the, the eldest three children were little and we didn't have, we hadn't started fostering, it was the, it was just before we started to foster. And we went away and we took Queenie. And if anyone doesn't know, we've, there's a woman, disabled woman that lives with us, Queenie. Um, and she was with Paula when I met Paula. So she, Queenie's lived with us now for 30 years. 30 years she's lived with Paula. That's amazing. Um, wow. And so, so, Three children, or maybe you were 10, six, and five. Uh, Queenie in a wheelchair, and we took a package holiday. And um, it just was, I know you, it's got stretching just for, this isn't. Um, so it was just totally like, right, and we arranged, we pre- we said we needed a disabled room for Queenie because Queenie's in a wheelchair. Uh, we need, you know, all of this really complicated stuff. And we got there, and just not one single bit of it had been arranged. Um, oh, really? No. And so the, my defining memory of it is is poor. So, for example, they lost a wheelchair on the plane. Mm. And if you don't have a wheelchair and you, you need a wheelchair, it's quite yeah. problematic. And so the, and the rep- met Queenie, just, she definitely needs a wheelchair. I mean, it's not that she can walk. She can't oh, no, walk, no, no. can she? But she can't it, stand. So. She is. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's not that she could have done 24 hours with a walking stick, you know. No, no. So it was, it, we were the last flight into, I can't remember where we went. We were the last flight in. So it was like two o'clock in the morning and there's three little kids and Queenie. And we borrowed the, the airport hotel, the wheelchair and we put her into the bus. And the rep said, well, we're going to give the wheelchair back now. And so, and Mount Paula went, right. And Paula literally had a cow and she, she, she held the bus yeah. the hostage and she said, this bus is not leaving the airport until we get a wheelchair. And the woman said, the poor rep was like, like 22, rabbit mm-hmm. in the headlights. And she said, um, yeah. and Paula said, how do you think, how is she going to get to the toilet? And she went, well, can your husband not carry it? And Paula had to be physically restrained from garroting the woman. And I, I went behind this. I just went into the hotel and it was all, uh, the airport and it was shut. And I just, I thought, well, I'll just go through this door and see where it, and then I'm, oh, I'll go through this door. And I found myself out onto the apron um, and found the chair just, oh yeah, literally just, I just, I thought, sod this for a game of cards. I went out on like, like three o'clock in the morning on some Mediterranean hotel and I found a wheelchair sort of just standing randomly on concrete. Just not near. I thought, oh, there's a, there's a wheelchair. Traveling. And so the holiday was, that was started. And then, and then every one of us progressively got, it rained every day and then every day. And then we yeah. all one by one got a 24 hour sickness bug and we had to spend the deposit on our, and so it just, it was an absolute disaster. And what it taught me was that holidays are not what they cracked up to be. Mm-hmm. And so that was the last holiday we went. And, but it, the defining moment in my life was that you don't look forward to holidays. What you do is you, you enjoy something every day. So I went back to work on on the Monday. I said, you can have your company car back. I don't want it. I want the cycle to work. And that's, anyway, that's, that's not a particularly interesting story, but that's, that's, anyway. But I, don't know no, I mean, I, that. that's, I think it's an interesting, no, it's an interesting experience. And I think probably having someone who's disabled and requires um, that piece of equipment to even move like an inch is probably adds to the stress of it. I have to say that, you know, um, it, I've been on many holidays, as you know, some have been packaged, some haven't been packaged, all that sort of stuff. Um, I think the, the earliest thing that we discovered was if we don't go on a package holiday, we can manage it and control it all ourselves so that it works for everybody. Ah. So if you, go on, if you go on a package holiday, like, well, these days we wouldn't do it. Um, and, and for two reasons, really. Number one, um, because we go to places where perhaps, um, you know, we go on a cruise as an example, you know, because um, we enjoy cruising. So that's our thing. Um, we've, we enjoy going with a certain company. They don't do kind of packages, etc. So that, there's that reason. But there's also the other reason that, you know, we've had to, kind of um, not postpone, not not abandon plans, but we've had to change our plans quite quickly because um, of issues with traveling with children and young people. You've just blown my mind. You have yeah. just blown, totally blown my mind. Yeah. And that makes so much sense. Yeah. So I that's t- how, that's how we manage them. But it's still not, you know, it's still not a breeze. Because oh. <laughs> with the package holiday, when we got to the hotel, they didn't have a disabled room for her. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, and it, yeah. And, oh, Wow. I mean, you know Tris as well. Tris, Tris oh, would be Tris. like, I mean, Tris would be like Paula. If that had happened to him, he would have been like Paula. Like literally, you know, it wouldn't have been physical with the with the um, holiday rep, but would have said a choice few words and made sure that she understood that you weren't going anywhere until there was a wheelchair. Um, and I would have sat there with my head in my hands going, oh, my days, oh, my days, oh, my days. Um, but I think it's, I mean, it is, it's one of those situations, isn't it? Um, but I mean, when I think back, to early days i used to love going on holiday and i think you're right now it feels more of a chore <laughs> to go on holiday. 
Um, and Tris was looking for something in a couple of weeks' time. I'm like, do you know what? Can't afford it. And it's not really that we can't afford it. It's just can't be bothered. I genuinely can't be bothered going away. Um, and I even said to him, why don't you just go and, you know, go and do your detox thing in Thailand and, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll stay here and run the ship. Um, <clears throat> but, um, I mean, I, did, did you take the boys away from the start? Because you're, you, you well, adopted your two boys in 2011. Yeah. 2007. Yeah. Well, that, I've got a story about that. Would you like to hear my story about that? Sh- sh- I tell you what, before you tell your story, I tell you what, yeah. we put a little post out before we sort of yes. did this. And, yes. and I'll, I'll reflect to you a few of the comments. I shall not yeah, name the people who come in. Uh, the first comment was, go on holiday. And I quote, don't do it. <laughs> No, it's just right. And so I guess in the context, we're talking about children with additional needs, aren't we? Children with complex needs, children with hidden disabilities, which I think is probably mm-hmm. the yeah. key thing. It's for children who's, where all of the stuff's going on on the inside and that sort of like yeah. spilled out, but there's not a, like a, you know, it's not wheelchairs. Um, one, another person sort of like, people were just telling stories of like children just unraveling in epic ways in really complicated situations. Yeah. Uh, another one was people talking about, you know, really which is a bit what you were saying really was about just really kind of containing holidays down to kind of the bare essence. And then, and I was just kind of, and, and so it was really interesting to see that. And I, I didn't push any more for more comments and questions, but uh, it was just, it reflected these, it just reflected people going, wow, this is really messy and complicated. Yeah. I mean, yeah. given finance as well. So Scott, your stories, because you were... Well, just just for a launch the story, I think containing is, is one of the key things here. So if you think about, you know, I think Elaine Amy talks about this quite openly, birthdays. They don't really do birthdays in, in, in their home, do they? Because it's quite yeah. triggering for, for her young people. Um, and I think that holidays can be quite triggering for young people as well. And I have many a time had experiences where... Um, and Jacob, Jacob is fine with me sharing this, but... Um, you know, where Jacob especially um, really suffered, really struggled within the kind of 48 hours. That Sorry, this is when we started to see yeah. 48 hours before the holiday and it would just get progressively worse, progressively worse, progressively worse. And the night before there would be a massive thing that would just trigger a, a, a huge meltdown. Now, I can look back now and I know what it was. You know, it was the, it, it was his, his, um, he, he didn't understand it was, he was going away to come back. He thought, you know, in his head, his head, his brain was telling him he was going away. So he was moving again. He was moving on again. He was, you know, he'd had to pack his little suitcase for holiday. Didn't matter how much preparation we did with that. It still happened. So um, and I think containing it and just making it part of everyday life is something that we do now. I don't tend to go, oh, come on, let's get packed, you know, two weeks before and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. It's like night before, right, if you pack your suitcase. Yeah, and I mean, they're adults now, generally, you know, so they're, they're fine. But, you know, um, even when they were kind of younger, we'd pack the day before so that it minimized the the, the the length of time that, you know, there was a suitcase sitting there. We'd put all the suitcases together. We would we would name them, you know, so everybody knew whose suitcase was what. And we would kind of try and pack together so you could see what we were packing, you know, all that sort of stuff to try and kind of contain it, minimize the, 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 the stuff that would happen and what have you. And, you know, like I say, they're, they're adults now, so it's a little bit different. And the issues are very different as they become adults. <laughs> my my little story is is this that so the boys were play, the boys moved in with us on May the thirty first two thousand and seven, and I think probably by the seventh of June, perhaps, uh, <laughs> we requested their passports. <laughs> what? To which, which is uh, a yeah, big deal. 
Well, it is, yeah. But, you know, um, and our naivety, because uh, we were, um, I mean, we did live quite far from friends and family. So we didn't really, you know, I know that they say the first couple of weeks you're supposed to kind of lock yourselves in and, you know, bond and all that sort of stuff. Our guys were older. They didn't really need that. You know, yes, they needed a few days, um, but they were going to school by the, um, by the, by the, you know, by the beginning of the term. So whatever that was, second of June or something like that. Um, so that was going to be a bit of normal for them. Um, we didn't live, like I say, close to friends and family, so nobody was visiting. And we, we were, you know, we were all really struggling with this kind of cabin fever thing. Anyway, I can confirm that two months later, we did take them away on holiday. And should I say that we maybe told a few porkies to certain people about where we went? I don't know if I should admit to that. Oh, Scott, you've just... I know. I can't feel yeah. my legs. Come I on know. then, spill the beans. Um, so yeah, so we 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 said that we were going to visit friends in uh, family in Scotland, but we didn't. We went to Euro Disney <laughs> in Scotland. No, in Paris. <laughs> oh, that's like that's the maddest mm. thing to do with any child, let alone children who've just moved into you. Why did you lie? We lied because they wouldn't um, allow us to apply for the adoption order, which you know, on reflection whatever uh, you know whatever the reasons where it happened um i think because it was so soon and they were very against us doing anything and i mean absolutely anything bearing in mind you know we were one of the first to go through the agency yeah, the same yeah, yeah. so they were kind of like you know we need to be extra careful you know this has got a, be- a bigger chance of of a, a disruption or a breakdown or whatever it was whatever words they used um, so we have to be very careful. You can't go anywhere. No, we don't give out passports. No, you know, blah blah blah. All this kind of conversation. And just like, but this is how this is how our normal life is, and mm. they have to get used to our normal life like fairly quickly. Um, and you know, there was a part of me that was going, well, we're not going to have as many holidays when the boy come, boys come along. And sensible. How, how wrong was I? You know, I mean, if anything, <laughs> increased. But um, yeah, so within two and a half months, we'd taken them away for. Um, a, a weekend, um, but not just on our own. We took them with family as well. So they, they had all this. Well, <laughs> that's a really interesting point. I think I think that the strength in numbers. There is that as well. Yeah, yeah, there is, and they were away with their cousins who were a similar age. Um, I mean, that was an opportunity for them to get to know each other as well, yeah. and you know, to, to well to know each other better. Um, and also, yeah, we we had family with us who could who could help, and you know, it was. I, I don't know. It, it doesn't seem as kind of wicked as what it did back then, but certainly back, back then it felt really naughty and, and irresponsible and all that sort of stuff. But actually, it did set us in good stead for the older two just to go, okay, we're going on holiday, but we'll be back in a week or we'll be back in a fortnight. You know, there's there's no yeah. drama. They were really cool with that stuff like that. And they really adjusted quite well. Um, you know, there, there was situations, of course there was, when we were away where, you know, we, could, we thought, oh, you know, Maybe we shouldn't have come here. Maybe we've been away too long, you know, all that sort of stuff. But on the yeah, whole, that... the the run up to was fine. Um, it was just some of the kind of um, changing nature of a holiday, you know, right, where are we going to eat tonight? We're going to this restaurant. Oh, that restaurant's closed or it's too far away from where we are or whatever. Uh, that would kind of, you know, increase the kind of anxiety of where am I going to eat? What am I going to eat? Um, who am I going to have to, you know, all these kinds of things if you've got a kind of, not a disorder, but if you've got kind of anxiety around eating generally and when you're in a foreign country with different foods and all that sort of stuff, I mean, that can cause havoc with a young person, can it? So, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess that we're opening up a different kind of worms about people not necessarily doing what their social worker says. Um, uh, I do which, not advocate for which, <laughs> just on a professional say, level. Yeah, please do not. Do, do oh, as I say, not as what I did. Yeah. But having said that, I mean, I think, well, it's a, a bit of an aside, but I think that oftentimes if I'm on groups, I see that people just sort of like they often consider uh, the advice from social workers in those very first months can be often really restrictive and conservative mm -hmm. and, yeah. and doesn't reflect what's going on the ground. It's kind of, it's really risk averse. So it's mm -hmm. these well-worn paths of like, don't yeah. have any people around and all of that kind of thing. And, you th and you've got to, like you say, you, you've got to say, this is our normal life. But we have, when we, we, we did everything as we should the first time, did exactly. And it was nearly catastrophic. Yeah. By the time Shania came, bless her little heart, we had the family round within days because that's our life. It's a big family life. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but we also knew that actually the key thing was that we did all the, we did all the important stuff. That there was no yeah. shared care. It was 100% yeah. us care in a busy yeah. house. And, but I yeah. think that's like you, isn't it? That this is our life, but we're, this is, this is going to be your life as well for children. Yeah. I think that's exactly. I mean, important. obviously you have to adjust things, don't you? Because things do adjust when you have well, yeah. children come along anyway. Um, but I think, you know, you can safely say by three months in, you kind of know what it is that you're going to have, have to adjust initially. And, you know, it's like the short term, medium term, long term, isn't it? Because, but in the long term, you might get back to things that you might not be able to do in the short term. But yeah, that was yeah. certainly something that, you know, when the boys um, first saw our book and there was all these places that we'd been, and the first thing they said to us was, when when do we go on holiday? Kind of, well, that was one of the things. It wasn't the first thing, but it was one of the first <laughs> things. And we were like, okay, so they're up for this. So that's a good start, you know, um, yeah. you know, and as well as the fact they liked animals, you know, all the stuff that we had been concerned about. Um was kind of put aside and, and one of those things was was holidays and I now have probably three of the snobbiest kids when it comes to holiday because you know they the two older ones now pay their own way so if, if we're going somewhere we'll always invite them to come along but they have to kind of pay their own way because they're adults they've got jobs you know all that sort of stuff um, but if it's like not somewhere nice or somewhere that they've no, we're not staying there. No, no. no. Full star. Full, just Where are you full star. Us? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kind of um, yeah, um, yeah. For tea. Um, for supper. Uh, papa. Um, so yeah, it, um, it's um, and and you know we we just went away there, didn't we? Um, on the cruise in the March. It's actually yeah, trapped, March. To be honest with and, you, and the five of us. Well, actually, there was more than five of us, which we haven't really talked about yet. But um, the the five boys were all back together, and the girlfriend, and an unexpected little visitor as well, who appeared to arrive, or appeared to be whatever the terminology is, six weeks before. So we had a six-week pregnant um, girlfriend with us as well. Well, that's a and on that bombshell. Yeah, no, my my, my my grandchild to be. Anyway, we'll come back to that. I'm sure we'll um, come back to that. Yeah, but that was interesting. The five of us being back together because we haven't done a holiday like that for so long together. Um, and my anxiety was high as high before because I've I've been on these ones before with the five of them, with the five of us, and it never went well. <laughs> so, well that, <laughs> it it does seem like a pressure cooker environment, doesn't it? In some senses, because the the it's not just the routines; it's the fact that we all like. You know, like if children are at school, children, we've got our jobs and we've got our lives. That 
then we're all apart and the time that we're together is limited. But if the minute you set off on your holiday, that's it. Mm-hmm. You're all together. And I think, yeah. I was thinking, well, taking children on holiday is can be difficult anyway, all children. Mm-hmm. But we're, so I guess we're talking about something that's a bit more than that, aren't we? We're talking about children yeah. with complex, those hidden disabilities or hidden, those anxieties or stresses, yeah. mental health that can be sometimes a bit fragile, experiences that we're not necessarily familiar with. Um, and, and also and the thing of packing a suitcase, you know, packing a suitcase for some of our young people can yeah. be so triggering because they think, oh, where am I going now? You know? Um, yeah. Those sort of disassociated memories of what, what those moves, those big transitions into yeah. into the unknown, isn't it, as well? Because, uh, again, children, you know, I can imagine what going on holiday looks like and how it feels and all of those different sensations, those physical sensations, but actually for a child that's just uncharted territory isn't it exactly yeah so did your boys um did you have you seen sort of a, a palpably different behavior in your boys when they were little and on holiday as versus to home or was it just the same behavior in a different location you know it's just we're all arguing <laughs> yeah. but it's sunny <laughs> <laughs> um it's interesting but i think back on it because I think there was elements of, well, we're just somewhere else and it's the same stuff that's going on. <laughs> but I think the, the thing, the, I think the interesting thing with Fraser and Brandon was they seemed to relax on their holidays. Um, we would, you know, we actually, we couldn't afford to do some of the stuff that we do in holiday at home. Does that make sense? So, you know, theme parks and stuff like that in the UK, particularly, you know, we, we did, I mean, we, we murdered America literally when they were younger we were never away from the place we were there three four times a year it was it was actually it got to the stage where even brandon was like can we go somewhere else you know and why america um generally because of the um the cost of living there right you could get you could get a villa for a week for 200 200 quid um food was cheap you know you just go and ram a you know literally ram a shopping trolley full of food and you get it for 50 quid you know all that sort of stuff yeah um outlet stores for clothes for everybody you know for 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 us as a family we would we would do all our clothes shopping in america you know we'd go into the outlets and get trainers for like you know like tuppence compared to here um and so it was it was kind of a holiday and it was also kind of an opportunity to live a different life as well just for a week or two um and they seemed to relax when they were in that kind of atmosphere as well. They they had a lot more to do because we'd be going out to the theme parks, um, roller coasters, you know, whatever it was that we were doing. Yeah. Um, we'd also generally go for um, a villa with a pool so that when we did have a down day, they would still have something to do. Um, yeah. You know, they would still be able to muck about in a pool and stuff like that. And I think that... Um, the the one thing about a country like that is you could you could tie your children <laughs> you could tie your children out quite easily just by going out for the yeah. day you know and they'd, they'd, they'd obviously by eight o'clock including you um so um I saw them to relax and um like I say that a few issues over meal times and I think that was mainly when we were going out for dinner where are we going what are we doing you know what's what's the menu like you know is it going to be stuff that I like all that kind of stuff because you know America's very similar in terms of the way they live um in terms of food and stuff like that but actually you know for for a young person who doesn't maybe understand that it can be quite tricky for them to um kind of um what's it process that in their their mind Mm. so that they're fine with stuff like that so you know we did have a couple of times where you know there'd be kind of meltdowns over dinner and when i say meltdowns i mean you know we're we're 
as bad for probably not helping them because we didn't understand what the meltdown was about. And yeah. it's only now, sitting years later, that I can sit there and go, yeah, that was that, wasn't it? And, you know, yeah. I, I can think of a few crackers where, you know, I've had to be walking in a pair of flip-flops down the side of a highway chasing, I'm not going to mention the name <laughs> of the young person, but chasing the young person um, to try and get him to stop because, you know, he'd effed and jeffed at us and, you know, all that sort of stuff. But actually, that's that that's partially on me as yeah. well because we didn't get it. We didn't understand what was going on. So it was just that's... like, will you just eat your bloody dinner, you know? So there's there's a there's a lot of learning in there. But again, it's learning that you do on reflection. It's not learning that you do on the spot and go, oh yeah, that's a trigger. Yeah. yeah. We all look yeah. back and see with we can just see our we can sort of see it from a the, the, it all playing out, can't we? We can yeah. see that we were we were a bit stressed, we were a bit this, they were a bit that. We missed it. We missed all the cues and we just mm -hmm. Said the exactly. wrong thing at the wrong time, yeah. and and um, I think in some ways we hope that because we're on holiday that things are going to be different. <laughs> oh yeah, we're going <laughs> so to be lulled into this. Yeah, we're lulled into the sense of, sense of uh, false sense of security. <laughs> it doesn't really work. Um, <laughs> but but that was them too, and uh, but it was very different. Very different with Jacob. I mean, very different. Like. <laughs> The complete, like, you know, this would start well, weeks before. And it was just like, it was never ending until we were actually on holiday. And when we got on holiday, that's when it kind of things just went, okay. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I, we I used mean, to. I was just going to say, I think it's really interesting though, like, the picking out some of the stuff there about you kind of having a really controlled environment. And just, it just, it never really clicked on me that, that your, a lot of your holidays are, are, are bespoke in the sense that, right, we've got a villa, we're on our own, we've got. Yeah that we're not interacting with people we don't know. We can control yeah. that. And mm -hmm. I think that yeah. some of our experiences on holiday have always been around other children. Yeah. Um, so one of my children is like, she's like queen of the jungle. Um, and so within about 30 seconds of arriving at a hotel, she will have rounded up a collection of children <laughs> and she will have declared herself the queen and they will all rally beneath her and they will overthrow whatever autocracy, you know, authority that they can get their hands on. Amazing. I mean, just one of those kids, totally fine. You know, just mm -hmm. all within the sort of spectrum of normal. Some of the, the, some the of pie, stuff's piper, normal. the pie piper. And I've seen her do it, and it's amazing. Yeah. You know, absolutely amazing. A sister really struggling with that. Her older sister. And uh, okay. we had, yeah. um, we had one incident where we had one evening that just unravelled in ways like as extreme as we've ever had, mm. and it all starts over nothing. Everyone's tired, a long day at the pool, lots yeah. of kids. And one of my kids just totally not managing the, the social interactions, that which are all really like, you know, sparking lots of kids getting, making new alliances and allegiances, new friendships, relationships. And um, it, it culminated, there's a few things it culminated in. One was her on the top floor, running around the top floor of the hotel, shouting, my dad's abusing me, my dad's abusing me at like midnight. Mm -hmm. And me... <laughs> not just thinking uh for one i don't know what the spanish is for jail um i don't know how i can't talk myself out of this you know like in, in english i yeah. go right okay i you know i feel like some sort of, it's not great it's yeah. not it's mm -hmm. just terribly not good but actually just my child child's just so just, just so you know and I, I i look back now and i see no i have no animosity no there's no kind of like a sense of no. like oh you little rascal it's just yeah. like a girl who's just really struggling yeah. Um, and then yeah. she flipped and she's tried to, you know, she's tried to get off the balcony and we had to get her off. And it was like, we were all just in absolute abject terror. 
Um, and so that was probably the culmination after that. We just thought we can't, yeah. we can't do what we did before. That was when she was an age and she, and she said, I don't want to do this anymore. And so she sort of started to stay at home with, because we got a big, big family. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the thing on the way home, and, I, and I'm going to talk about Madeline McCann, so bear with me. I just, I, I was an idiot. And I, she, she's, she was really savvy to the news and then, in the on the airport on the way home, we, I was joking with her, going, "Oh, we're going to go through security." Because she was, you know, when you can tell when your kids are fine, you can have a joke, and you can tell when they're not. She was fine. Mm. I was going, "All right, we're going to go go through security." <gasps> what if I tell them, you know, that you know what? What if you're a you know a terrorist? You know, and she's like a nine year old girl, so she's fine. And she looked at me with the cold, dead eyes of a killer, mm. and she said, "I'm going to tell them that you stole Madeline McCann." Gulp, and I thought I brought that on myself. But I thought mm. I don't, and I think she saw the look of abject terror in my eyes, and she thought, "I have you now, mm. I have you now." And clearly, that didn't pan out. But it just, and I just thought, firstly, I was an idiot. I shouldn't have said that. Absolute yeah. fool. Absolute pillock. Mm. You know, just there's no words for how ridiculous. At least you know, my mouth get me into trouble. We've all done it. We've all done silly things on sets. And yeah, things and like I just that. thought, but actually, my my kid isn't enjoying this. Yeah. So I think we we then readjusted, but we, there's enough of us that we can readjust. We can leave yeah. half. We can leave like two thirds of us at home well, and still going to. That's the thing, and you know, I mean, I I I won't tell you the story, but you know, Tris and I were nearly tasered in America. Um, of, <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, no, because of something that happened. Um, but um, <laughs> cannot right stop right there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm absolutely serious. And you know what? It's one of those situations where I can't remember what it was. Because each each situation, you kind of, sometimes you can block stuff out, can you? And I have blocked the most part what happened out with this one. I think we'd we'd said we would go somewhere. It was one of those situations. Yes, it was. That's what it was. So we, we said we would go somewhere for um, after dinner one evening. Um, and it was just three of us. So it was me, Tris, and a child. Again, not going to mention any names because I don't think it's fair. They won't mind me telling the story, but I just don't think I should use a name for, for you know, for my own kind of thing. Anyway, long story short, we we did go out. We we had dinner and then we went to this like amusement-y kind of place where you could, you know, a little bit like um, a fun fair almost. Yeah. Um, kind of situation. They had just like a big slingshot, and um, they had um, kind of western theme, you know, them buffalo broncos and all that sort of stuff. And all this, kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. It's like a carnival kind of thing. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so it's it was American style. So you know, it'd be it'd be new to us. Anyway, so we'd we'd spent a few quid in it, and you know, we were like, right, okay, it's time to go now. And of course, said young person did not want to go, and it had been brewing all day, clearly knackered from all the stuff we've yeah. been doing. Um, and it just, I mean, th this was the, the, this was in the early days of when, you know, we started to experience CPV, um, because we were like, wow, okay, Shizzle's got real here. You know, he's like this, he's doing it in public. Like we <laughs> never had experienced that before. He's yeah. now doing it in public, screaming, shouting at us. And we were trying to get him back to the car, not, not physically get him, like not, you know, yeah, yeah. not like not dragging them around. It was just like trying to coax them back to the car so that we could get in the car and disappear out of there, you know, and get them back and, you know, everything would calm yeah, down. Yeah, do of. what you had to do, yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, he, was, he wasn't having any of that. And um, there was park security 
um, that were kind of following us around because obviously he was he was quite young. Um, so for a, a young person to be using the language like that, using grown up I mean, words, yeah, he was, yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, that would kind of be a red flag to any normal adult who's just like living yeah. the life. Anyway, um, we did get near to the car, and um, there was a kind of I don't know, it was a high fence thing. And it was, a, a, you know, like knowing how he is now, I know that he was looking for an escape route. That's what he was yeah. doing. He was he was in his, he was in a heightened state of, you know, like anxiety. Everything was going wrong because we said we'd gone back, all that sort of stuff. And he was looking for his escape route. Um, and he, he went to climb a, a fence. And obviously we didn't want him climbing the fence because it, it actually went in, over into a lake where there were, potentially be alligators and stuff like that we, you know not a good thing i'd rather i'd rather get kicked in the you know wherever than you know have to take my child home in the box kind of thing anyway um next thing we see the you know when you just you, you see blue lights and you think what is what is this strange blue lights everywhere what, what 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 could that be so needless I've to say, never those, heard this story. Those, this is great. Oh, no, no, yeah. These, these, these blue lights were attached to a car that had police straight on the side of it. Oh, thank um, heavens so, the police are here. So, yeah, so essentially part of security had, had, had rung the police because they oh, thought that no. um, Jacob was being abducted or abused or something like that. And, you know, it's a fair comment because it probably did look like that. Um, but rather than understanding, you know, asking us the questions and stuff like that. Anyway, um, yeah. they were, um, we were told to, um step back uh, we weren't told to we were it was demanded that we step back and they <laughs> they didn't have guns but they did have tasers in their hands and we were like oh shit um so they didn't make us put our hands on our heads or anything like that but we just said look if you let us tell you what the story is we can explain it can, so that yeah. i just have this vision of like them saying and which one is the father and you both going me well that was it i mean we kind of had that issue as well so i let Tris do the talking because you know that's what I would do. So anyway, he explained it, um, and um, we weren't tasered anyway. Um, but um, they managed to calm him down, get him in the car with us um, because he wasn't like he he once once he'd calmed down because you know authority figures in a uniform tend to bring them down a little bit. They can and they go and they go. Oh, okay, um, maybe I don't need to be reacting like this, and you know whatever. And quite a distraction as well, isn't it? It's quite a kind of like a, a total change in like, oh my goodness, something yeah. different, unexpected is happening. Yeah. yeah. And and he was exp- able to explain to them that, you know, he wasn't being abused. He wasn't being abducted, all this kinds of thing that they would have been concerned about. And that was fine. And whilst he didn't really want to come back with us because he wanted to play on this thing that he wasn't allowed to play on because, you know, not being funny, we'd yeah. spent probably a hundred quid already and, you know, we'd, we'd reached yeah, yeah. our budget. So they let us go. But, that wasn't the last time that it happened because it happened in New York as well, <laughs> in New York City as well. And the same thing, exactly the same thing. Um, so, you know, and, and that's what I'm saying by, you know, us choosing where we holiday and, and, and then learning from the mistakes that you make. So people take the mickey out of me all the time. You take the mickey out of me, like uh-huh. question why we have the kind of holidays we have and stuff like that. We have them because that's where my children feel safe. So cruise ship, you know, cruise ship is a prime example. We did our first ever cruise was three nights because we thought, you know what? It's three nights. Yeah. It's it's not even a long weekend. It's three yeah. nights on a cruise ship and then it's back to normal. No, that is a long um, weekend. Just to be clear, I know well, you've got a very I would, skewed... say, I would say four or five is a long weekend. 
<laughs> We've talked about this, Scott, and you really need to know that is a long weekend. That is technically okay. four right. days. So, right. okay. so three nights, four days. Um, so we, we, we did it as a trial. And what we find was the security of them being on a cruise ship, okay, they were... 11 and 12 at that time. So, you know, they were, they were that little builder, but they were 11 and 12. The security of the, them being on that cruise ship, having a place to go, having a place to hang out, having a place to meet friends. Um, you know, the, the, we, we still had our rules. We still had our, you know, agreed yeah, yeah. rules that we had. So, you know, you must come back for a shower before dinner. We all go to dinner and then you can go out afterwards with your friends and stuff like that. But we found that actually that worked so well for them. And and I'm talking about just yeah. Fraser and Brandon then. And then when Jacob came along, we didn't do a cruise for a couple of years because he was he was simply too young. And then and and also because of his reactions to various yeah, things yeah, that it's... might happen, we were worried. We were worried he might throw himself off the side of the cruise ship if he had a paddy. I mean, this, this, these are uh, real fears. Yeah. They were literally real fears. Anyway, we needn't have worried because actually they're the kind of holidays where it's it's almost I know, I know people take the mickey I do know that and I know that it's not for everybody especially not for you if you you know travel oh. sick and all that, that stuff but actually it's it's like a an, oh god I'm going to regret saying this it is like a really nice version of Butlins on the sea with great food and you know great entertainment and all that sort of stuff and you know I know you can get that at Butlins and what have you but Butlins really wouldn't suit my children because you know, it, it just isn't for them. There's, 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 there's just too much. Um, whereas on a cruise ship, they know what they're doing. They know they've got sports to do. They know they've got the, the, all that sort of stuff. And that's why it works for us. So whilst everybody takes Mickey out of it, you know, we, we really do. We get to enjoy a holiday if we are on that holiday, which is why we do that holiday. Does that make sense? No, I think that makes. I don't think you need to justify it, and it works for you. And I think that. Um... You know, there was, a, there was a lot of big period of time where we just couldn't go on holiday. Um, and there was part of that was financial because we just died to give it work and we weren't kids. And, and actually, and I said this, when we, when the conversation was, we'd want two more children, my kids said, and I said, what the, one of the implications is taking five children and two adults isn't one holiday, it's two holidays. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't work. Exactly. Yeah. So we did some, we did some holidays like with friends' houses and, um, and that's what we did. But again, I think I just found it just so incredibly stressful. I know I'm a home bird as well. Mm, and I would, mm. um, but we reached a point where Paula just sort of said, look, I really want a holiday. I really would like to do it. And the older children were older. So they, they were all adults by then. Or yeah. I was just going to say we're at that stage as well. And I think that's the great stage to be at. And also, I mean, Tris and I, so we were in that position as well. When Jacob came along, we couldn't go on holiday. Yeah. So Tristan and I started to do our own thing, like, you know, not all the time, but, you know, he would take a week and I would take a week and I'd go away with a friend, he'd go away with a friend. And it worked really well because we at least we were getting a holiday. And then the one holiday a year that we were having as a family was hell. But we did it anyway <laughs> because, you know, the boys wanted a holiday. So No, but I think that's, that's fair is that um, <clears throat> do what works for you. Mm, yeah. Okay. And I... I have no idea how long we've been going on, but we, I'm having fun. Um, yeah. Uh, I was going to ask you about one of the issues I, it, it just never even crossed my mind. Mm. Um, you know, me being heteronormative and all that. Um, <laughs> I just, well, it is, it's just not even on my mind, but the, the, just realizing there's a lots of parts of the world where, mm. you know, the equality that we have, which is only, you know, fairly, really, relatively new, the equality we have in terms yeah. of same-sex marriage, mm -hmm. um, it doesn't translate. And so two yeah. men 
with the same surname bringing two children or three children yeah. or any children or child in mm-hmm. might potentially flag or raise yeah. questions in a way that two women wouldn't because I think people would just, yeah. women have always like the, yeah. looked after kids. So have you ever had to, neg- well, what do you do? Do you have to negotiate that? And ha- is that a conversation? Do you Google it? And Well, it's an interesting one because it's something that we don't really think about too, mu- too much now. I mean, we've been to a few countries where it's illegal to, you know, to be in a same-sex relationship, to be gay, to be, you know, what, however you want to phrase it, term it, what have you, you know, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, um, uh, Jamaica. Um, I'm just trying to think. Those are the three that stand out because we've, been, you know, Jamaica was one of the very first places that we went to with the boys in 2009, um, just after my dad died because we could afford to go because, you know, I'd been left a little bit of money. Um, and we, we knew that, it wasn't a country that was very friendly towards gay people, shall we say? Yeah. Um, but we'd done our homework and worked out that you know, as if you were on resort, and Tris and I don't really do public displays of affection anyway. I mean, especially not after twenty-five years. But you know, even back then, two thousand and nine. <laughs> oh, you know, we dry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we wouldn't be the kind to be walking down the street and kissing and cuddling in public. That's not us. I think we are kind of still the kind of gay people that might have been wary and scared of doing stuff like that do you know i mean because of yeah. you know being being shouted out in the street or even you know physically abused or you know arrested or whatever you know in Tris's case arrested because he's that old you know oh when i know were, when he were a lad it was it was proper proper illegal um but i do remember the first time we went to jamaica and, and i remember it was fine on the flight i didn't think about it and then the time came where we had to go through the passport control and you know get our stamps and all that sort of stuff and be questioned yeah. by the scary man in the booth and um, I remember Tris and I were like right how are we going to do this and Tris said well I'll tell you what I'll take the boys through and you go through on your own so that if the yeah. boys say who are you here with so we kind of I, it wasn't that we were telling the boys to be deceitful it's just you know we were telling the boys look you know this is a country that doesn't really like gay people so it's best if we if you go through with dad yeah. and if they ask any questions just look at that kind of thing and that's what we did and i went through my own because you don't um, want to raise their anxiety do you, you don't no, want to get them exactly. stressed because they yeah. my yeah. kids would just blurt out the truth you know just to... exactly yeah exactly yeah <laughs> oh, i'm with him and him over there um yeah. but um and and they what, what's that i shouldn't say <laughs> but what's really interesting now is that we've done this a couple of times now, and because next time we just went through as a family to Jamaica, so we went to Jamaica. I think we've been three times um, over the course of a, you know a good few years, um, and we just in the end just went right. Well, they didn't ask that question, so let's just go. So, so we went through. Yeah. It. The issues were when we came back to the UK. So coming back really? and having passports checked in the UK, yeah, and, and so many questions about who's who's who what you know what's the story where have you been i i know i know like people get that those questions but the boys were actually asked specifically where's your mother um now you know yeah. i i i get what i get i get why now don't get me wrong i, I you know it still jars on me a little bit but you know mm-hmm. children do come from a female body so it's a At legitimate question in some ways um but they kind of you know uh, the sensitivity of it wasn't wasn't great um so we've had more issues coming back into the uk than we've had actually going into countries where it's you know illegal to be gay um 
you know, Dubai, again, I see a lot of stuff online, um, you know, gay people saying they will never set foot in Dubai. I've got a friend who, you know, will never set foot in Dubai, um, who's, she, she's a heterosexual female, but she just doesn't like the the, the kind of yeah. human rights stuff. And, and I get, I do, I do get it. But to me, some of it's historical in, in that respect. But also, I want to see places in the world and I'm willing to take that risk because I'm not overly or outwardly affectionate with my husband. I can contain it for a week or two or seven years yeah. or however long since. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I know you. And I think, like you say, I think it's it's a sort of an expression of your personality, isn't it? That you're just that's the way you are. It's not, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're not hiding not, anything. Not, you just, you yeah. know, it's the way I am with Paula, you know that. Occasionally, I think, oh, I should hold a hand. Yeah. Um, but like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Get off. around the chops, <laughs> filthy beast. Um, uh, but, but there is an element of that as well, yeah. 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 Um, but I just but thought no, it was an interesting conversation because, mm. you know, and that, again, is children who are not, that's slightly compounded more, isn't it, by the fact that, yeah. that they're, children, you know, they don't look like you. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like, I mean, we've never been to, you know, I would never go to a place like Saudi Arabia where, you know, literally I would come back with no hands if, you know, if I went there kind of thing. There's there's places yeah. in the world that I just would not go. Russia, I wouldn't go anyway to Russia for for more than well, 25 yeah, yeah. million reasons. But, but there's places in Africa, isn't there, as well? You know, some of those African countries that are, they do have tourists, yeah. uh, kind of like stuff going on. But um, yeah, it's just, it's something that I thought, I mean, in some ways it's a little bit off topic but it's not really is it because you know no, what is it still, one in six yeah. adopters are from same sex couples and well, exactly, potentially yeah. and i think that you know that I, I mean i don't tend to read so much online as i used to do i i obviously still engage with people as you do but um you know something oh, i engage with people scott you know oh we know we know we've seen oh I've i seen tell you um, tell you i used to i used to read a lot of kind of stuff about people traveling with kids and you know how there was issues that you know um uh passport control and all that sort of stuff but i think as well as as the children grow up as well you know they by the time they get to 16 17 they can go through the you know well if you live in the eu of course and you know you, you come you fly from an eu country you can just put your passport into the machines and it reads it now um as it used to do for people <laughs> oh, you could do that we did that when we came back from um, our holidays the ones i've yeah. just come back from yeah yeah, you do on the way back, but not always on the way there, depend on the country. That's but true. anyway, that's true. Um, but yeah, by the time they get to a certain age, they can go through those on their own anyway. So, you know, the excitement of going to the passport reader and not having to speak to the man and all that sort of stuff. And kind of just, yeah. and also there's a part of you that just thinks, do you know what? I'm going to somebody else's country where the laws are different, you know? Um, and I just have to accept that, you know? Um, it doesn't mean to say that I respect. The, the traditions of that country particularly, but I'm respectful of myself and I want to actually come home again. Um, but I also want to see some of the world that, you know, I wouldn't have been able well, to see, you know, 40 years ago. I don't think you have to justify it to anyone. You'd make your own choices on your own oh, terms. Gosh, I don't, yeah. um, so that's cool. Um, I do think me. that... Just don't at me. Don't, don't at me. Yeah. Um, I think that, well, we've probably covered everything. I think days out, uh, I mean, I think that just it's just such complicated issue for children i am um, sort of breaking children's routines and um i mean we, i i we've got a top 10 list of tips haven't we <laughs> which seems very... to have been added to since i looked at it earlier since uh, since we've been chatting it seems well, like just by magic. Um, i think yeah i was just thinking about days and where you're saying about 
theme park. And I know that some of our, we've had some real interesting moments in theme parks. My kids love them. Absolutely mm. love them. But just, yeah, they're overstimulating. Like they're just yeah. overstimulating. And yeah. if you don't think your child is overstimulated, but, well, sorry, if you're, if you've, if you've never experienced something of that nature with your child, you don't know that they're going to be overstimulated until they're yeah. overstimulated. Do you know what I mean? And that is just, you know, that's one of the things, the joys of, you know, having a child that's, um, you know, that's, oh, it's, it's so that, hard, isn't it? Because I think that we want our children to enjoy that, like the joy of going to a theme park and being on a roller coaster or yeah. eating too much candy floss and all of that stuff that's kind of a rite of passage for children. You want them to be able to participate in the normal stuff and feel like to have those memories. Um, and it just sometimes is just so difficult. And Yeah. And I've, I've just remembered yeah. a really funny story that you are going to love, but I'll tell at the end because... Does it involve vomit? It's hilarious. <laughs> May well do. Oh. <laughs> but you will love the story. You oh, won't be able to vomit because you'll just be laughing so hard. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. so top, should we do these tips? Top tips? Yeah. Yeah. Should we do it like... So um, well, you did right. Well, you've put don't go on a pack of chocolate. I think that's a little bit restrictive there. I would say that, and, and my suggestion <laughs> would be consider if you could actually build your own holiday. So yeah. you know, book things separately because then you've got the flexibility. If it does go a bit wrong in the first day of arriving, and you might need an extra day at that place where you're staying rather than going on. I'm not saying that's how people do do their holidays, but I'm just saying. Consider if you can build it yourself and, and have a little bit of flexibility so that you can yeah. work, so that it w would work for you and your family if you need to change in. That would but be even things like transfers, arrange your yeah. own transfers. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. It's all costing money, but even the yeah. fact of having to wait in a bus and like and all of that, that just is just extra stimulation. It's extra yeah. stress, isn't it? And yeah. we're all, I'm stressed, but yeah, it's all money, isn't it? Maybe, yeah. maybe not money. Yeah. Mm. Oh, so that was number one. Yeah. Don't go on a package holiday. Number two, and um, contain them. Go slow. No excitement limited. Well, I think th that's like a. I think sometimes um, smaller. Mm. You know, don't do three things a day. Do two things a day. Do one mm. thing a day. Yeah. Just slow it all down. Yeah. And just build in gaps, uh, like decompression, um, peaceful tranquility. And if something works, is working. Hey. You spent much. Yeah. We were Ish and I spent four hours in the indoor pool with Paula going, but it's sunny outside. It's working. <laughs> I was regulated. Schnei was. I was regulated. So it was four hours in the indoor pool. Poor girl, pasty white now. Bless her. Yeah, it <laughs> should be a lost, miracle. <laughs> lost lost suntan. <laughs> Came back whiter. And, and also the thing I'd say about what you've just covered there is remember it's a holiday for you adults as well. So why would you why would you ram yourself with a hundred different things to do in the first day that you've arrived? Have some downtime, test the waters, see how things are going, see how things are around the hotel pool. It might well be that it doesn't work, but actually just test it and see what happens. But yeah. keep it low key for the first couple of days and build up to whatever it is that you want to do. Let them get to explore their own environment first, because if you can't do that, then it's just going to continue on for the week, isn't it? Let's be honest about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So number three, transitions. I don't want to go. I'm, uh, who doesn't want to go? Is this Al? When you typed this, was this you speaking? I don't want to go. <laughs> this, is, this is one of my daughters who wakes up oh, on really? the morning of holidays going, don't want to go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, why do you not want to go? 
yeah, and that wasn't because she was frightened of going. It was because she wanted to teach me a lesson. Mm. Um, and I was all for leaving her um, with a like a block of cheese in the airing cupboard. <laughs> Some water. But, um, Harry no, Potter. We, yeah, we had to persuade it to go, which is like immeasurably stressful, a crap way to start your holiday. Yeah. Um, but I think that the transition period is quite hard because not only the, so normally when we go on holiday, we go on holiday outside in, in school holidays. So they've had the end of term, they've had a transition potentially uh, that may have included busy. going up a year um, in, in school, new teachers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bottle of Coke job, you know, and, and the, the kind of the, the, co- the bottle's been fizzed up and, and you've just literally taken the top off and there she blows or he blows yeah. for that matter. And I think that that's, you know, we need to relate, relate some of the transitions. So it's not just a holiday transition that's going to take them away from the home, from what they know, you know, that their plan to sit in front of YouTube for the next six weeks or two weeks or whatever the holiday length is. But it's also what has gone on, you know, have they said goodbye to a school friend or all those sorts Absolute. of things. It's just, You're good. You- you should do a course on this because <laughs> this is like a, a deep vein of knowledge you've got there. What, transitions or holidays? Because I feel All like I could do the holiday one. <laughs> All of it. All of it. Uh, number four, I've got bring a friend. Uh, yeah. And I don't necessarily mean a child friend. I mean another adult. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, sometimes some it can work really well. Yeah. Absolutely. And sometimes I, do, I hate my mum and dad, so I'll go and speak to to Bob, yeah. Dave, yeah. and someone who can just walk them away, walk us away, someone who can walk us away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who can kind of go. You. Yeah. yeah. If they understand the dynamics of the family, then it's brilliant. It really is. And, you know, yeah. we've surrounded ourselves over the years with friends who we go on holiday with. Not, not just for that reason, because we enjoy going on holiday with them as well. But yeah, yeah. they understand our family dynamic. They help us out. They will, you know, if, if, one of the boys needs some time out from us or whatever, then they can go and do something with them. And and it work, it can work really, really well. Absolutely. Yes, a family holiday is, is, is a great thing and it's really important to be able to bond and, you know, develop your family. But actually, there's no harm in having, you know, another family come with you. Um, yeah. And, and you know, sometimes... Or grandparents, un- uncles. Exactly. Uh, we went um, with Zippy, you know, Zippy yeah. and his wife and his yeah. kids. Um, and my kids love Zippy and Zippy is this, just this ball of peace and calm that he would just, our kids would yeah. just go and ooh, decompress with Zippy. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So think about it. Do think about it. You know. Don't yeah. Me. Excellent. Go to the same place. I think. Yeah. I I would say. You know. What are we number five now? Yeah. Go to the same place. I think that works really well. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm I'm saying that without doubt because you know we went for. Years to the same place. We'd, and when I say the same place, I mean the same part of the country. I don't mean the same hotel. Oh, I was thinking the same room in the same hotel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's there is limits to some of that if you're going to do your own thing. Can I just say yeah. because you know sometimes if you if you are doing it on a budget, then it's difficult. But we found actually we used to go to the same area that the villas were. Yeah. So yeah. it was on the same complex. So that worked really well. And also they know where the supermarket is. They know where the theme parks are. They know the distances. They know Removes all that sort of stuff. All that exactly. Stress, yeah, it? it can Perfect. do. Yeah. yeah. Um, it doesn't stop the questions. Are we nearly there yet when you've left the airport and you know, you've had the day hour <laughs> fly or whatever, but you know, it's certainly, yeah, I would, yeah. I would, I would say if you can, it would be a really good thing to be in a routine. And sometimes, you know, the, like, especially if you're using a kids club and stuff like that, some of the, some of the entertainment um, staff 
are the same. So when your child returns, you know, it's a couple of times yeah. that's happened just in Thailand when Jacob was over, he'd go back to the same kids club and it would be the same um, staff that were there. And he was just like instantly, oh, wow, okay. That's... And they knew him because the Thai, I mean, you know, great place to go because they're, they're all about kids and it doesn't matter what the, what they do. They're kids at the end of the day. They could be breaking yeah. windows, setting fire totally. to things. They're kids. It's fine. Don't worry about it. That's their approach kind of thing. I'm maybe over egging that one a little bit, but that's how it felt, you know. Yeah. Um, no, but and, it's and interesting because I work with them. I, I do. I've got some foster carers who from that part of the world, and they, there's a real cultural thing around children that we just don't have about yeah. how children are treat and how children are perceived. And yeah. I think sometimes finding a place that is really, really like child centered. Yeah. Yeah, it can absolutely. Just be and behavior is language. A... At the end of the day, we keep saying that behavior yeah. is language. So you know, um, and and that's how they, that. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, um, I would say have a plan B, which is always have something up your sleeve. C um, D E F E Z A one. And that's where if you've got other people, like I know for yeah. us sometimes it's been like. Or we all want to go out and one of my children is like, this is a bad idea. But there's another adult who'll go, nah, I'll stay back. Yeah. I, you know, I was, I was looking for a quiet day. I can read a book by the pool. And so yeah. having, that, that's where the, those sort of, those things can really help a plan B that, um, that we're, we were going to go to this park, but actually we're going to go at this park. It just, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's a bit about managing, it's one of the later points, yeah. the next point, but it's also about just not getting stuck yeah. on a plan. Yeah. Exactly. And that is the next point, isn't it? The next one is manage expectations. And I think that's a really key thing because we're all very guilty of just changing plans. Um, and yeah, again, we're on holiday. So it's like, oh, 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 okay. We've seen something better to do. So let's, you know, or something more, yeah. uh, I don't know, whatever, um, more engaging cheaper. to do with a child. Yeah, exa- <laughs> yeah, cheaper to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, it's a McDonald's with a play park on the side we'll go um <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly um and and but the shock and the you know I've, I've talked about this a couple of times tonight you know if you change things expect it expect it to go wrong you know because it will go wrong um you're not at home you know maybe you can change things at home you can you know you can say you were having pasta for dinner in actual fact it's rice and you get away with it at home because actually they're in an environment where it doesn't matter but do that on holiday it's not going to work out for you as well so yeah. really kind of manage the expectations. Don't go making sudden changes. And, you know, it might well be that you don't have a child who asks, what are we doing today? Where are we eating tonight? You know, all that sort of stuff. So if they're not like that, don't tell them. You know, don't 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 be telling them to then yeah. go and change it later on. Just don't 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 yeah. give yourself that hassle. Just chill. You're on holiday, love. You're on holiday. Chill the fuck out. Why, don't you? And <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh gadgets get your gadgets oh. get your gadgets yeah. take yeah. power banks mm-hmm. get everything charged yeah connect to wi-fi absolutely n- noise cancelling headphones yeah took them in a corner with a, under a blanket and yeah. um, and i think just don't i think let yourself off the hook for a fortnight yeah <laughs> or I, a week i have to agree with that completely because there's been a couple of times where I've been like I've been I've tried to be one of those parents that says, well, you know, I I don't have an iPad child or a TV child, you know, a TV isn't my babysitter sort of thing. But actually, do you know what? And it was more with Jacob actually. I found on the longer haul flights because 
obviously being diagnosed with FASD, his sleeping patterns are all over the place anyway. Yeah. So sleeping on a flight isn't going to be an, a massive great issue for him. He'll sleep whenever he sleeps during the week. Um, and but yeah. what we found was he was constantly on the screen, you know. And there's a lot to be said for these screens in the backs of the, you know, yeah, yeah. The, the plane where you can play the games and watch movies and stuff. Just let them get on with it. Don't worry about it. I mean, yeah. it's different if you go now and you know you want them to engage in an activity or something like that. Obviously, but you would do that at home. But do you know what? If if they need a couple hours <clears throat> in a in a in a safe space away from home with an iPad or with a Kindle or Kindle, who am I kidding? Kids don't read to the Kindle. Um, <laughs> I meant to say you the can other get the children's for, Kindles, can't you? Yeah, you can. Yeah, what, yeah, what the are fires. the others? Yeah, um, iPad fires. Yeah, let them, let switches. Them do it. It whatever. Matter? you know yeah. it's like you say yeah. they're going to be back at school in a fortnight and they won't have it so yeah. let them crack on and if it gives you a couple hours of downtime as well on your holiday because it's not just holiday for them it's holiday for you as well then there you go yeah if they want to stay in the hotel room on a sunny day and play on their ipad oh well what can i and i'm telling you right now it does happen i you know tris took fraser and brandon on holiday to abu dhabi gave them the opportunity to go jet skiing which you could tell I wasn't there because it wouldn't happen to us. Yeah, and and Fraser decided, no, no, I'm going to talk to my girlfriend um, on my phone um, all morning in Abu Dhabi, and yeah, so yeah, whatever. Well, no, that's really interesting, though, isn't it? Because I could imagine as a as an adult, you go, I've brought you to Abu Dhabi. I'm giving you this amazing opportunity to do some amazing stuff, and you want to sit in that bedroom, and you want to, and you can imagine how that can then start to create a tension in the. So I think it is just, hey, if you want to be in Abu Dhabi and chill out in your room yeah. on your gadgets, yeah. do it. And save me 50 quid. Well, yeah, the status and less 50 quid. <laughs> Cheaper, half the price. I'd have, I'd have taken them out for 20. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with the gun. <laughs> <laughs> no, much more expensive than that. Um, <laughs> well, the last two, I think, are really quite reasonable points. Absolutely, I, um, I think they, I think there are actually two that work really well in just number well, nine on the list. <laughs> oh, well, nine and ten, so I think they're distinctly quite different. Yeah. Well, it is, but I mean, if this sounds like a lot of hassle after what we've talked about tonight, <laughs> then number nine is don't take them. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what's interesting? The older <laughs> they get, and the more independent they get, obviously that gets easier. And I know it's hard, but. We also had situations, Tris and I used to have one holiday a year with Fraser and Brannon where we would go off and, uh, for a week on our own and they would go to Nanny's for that week just so we could oh, have a week God. on our own, okay? <clears throat> it was one week a year. It normally happened around our anniversary in May time, I think. Um, and it worked really well because we got break. We got to go and enjoy the sunshine without, you know, <laughs> being dragged by the the leg into the pool um you know to have our book splashed with chlorinated water or, or whatever it was right just oh, gave hell. us that week a living hell scott yeah and they were spoiled rotten and annie's do you know like so that's that's the option that's the other option um i mean i wouldn't suggest you know if you're doing four or five holidays a year because that's what you're used to that you you leave them at home for every one with you know a friend Nobody relative does four or five holidays a year scott what fantasy world are you living in it must be my own fantasy world, is it? It's I a fantasy know. world. Yeah. Tell you what we did. Um, what we realised was that one of my children actually 
it was a really complicated dynamic about them really not wanting to go, but feeling they should go. And, yeah. and but so we had to kind of create a, a space where they could say, actually, I'd rather stay at home. And because yeah. I've got older children, you're like in the mid 20s, that, that, that was manageable. And we sort of set up a really enjoyable week at home for them with different things, like you were saying with Nanny, but, but with different things, you know, you know, so it's all planned out. But it, what it meant was that we we could then go on holiday and just do that. And it just mm. is, everyone's happy. You know, and we did get the odd phone call. They've locked themselves in the bathroom and they've called the grandma, grandma the C word. Um, so, <laughs> so <is that laughs> and why are you ringing me? Um, <laughs> yeah. But, well, I mean, yeah. the, the best one we had was when um, we got the phone call saying, um, yeah, he's, he's, taking the matches that were in the drawer and um he set fire to his duty he was like oh was he oh, yeah he's done that a few times at home yeah. Yeah. yeah well you know you just have to tell him jacob oh, i just said his name shit oh well he'll be fine with that um <laughs> just take the matches off him and tell him they're not for you and that's fine and you know he literally he'll have seen the danger in it but that's you know it happens yeah. doesn't it but that's why you need to trust and and i'm not saying i didn't trust who he was with but what i'm saying is you need to make sure that they understand your child when they're bored, when they're heightened, yeah. when they're, you know, all that sort of stuff, because otherwise you come back to more stress and then you went well, away to get rid of. That particular example was probably a transformative <laughs> experience in our family life because up until then, what, maybe one member of our family had thought that it was just as over-egging the pudding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's that as well, isn't there? Oh, God. oh no, the things she was saying are absolutely true. Um, yeah. There are, Really little characters. That was interesting. Um, and the final point, which is it, is this my point or your point? I can't remember now. I think this is your point. It sounds like you. It does sound like me. Just don't go. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes that, Mr. If, Humbug. Here goes Mr. <laughs> but if it's that stressful I know. and it's that difficult, stay at home, take a week off work, go to the local park. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like try and, you know, just take out all the stressful bits and just do the good stuff. Stay at home. And well, there was a few years when we were totally, totally broke and we did that. You know, we just, yeah. I, I I signed us up for the National, you know, National Trust said, how many family members are on? I got really, really cross <laughs> with the National Trust. <laughs> you would put in the ages of your children. And so like, I think Rosa was like seven and it was saying, um, what's a marital status? I was going, what, what the hell? And then, so what I did was I put them all. I caught, she's engaged. I made, she's engaged. Has she got any children? Um, and so I just I, I went back and I started again, and I just put ridiculous. I put I gave them all things like PhDs and doctorates, yeah, yeah. and um, and called like my this is Professor Shania Coates, who is now you know she's seven years Two old. Years old. <laughs> and so the card is so we went, and but we just had so much fun going to National Trust, and it was you know it was. So I much think cheaper. They were that it, excited about being asked, "How did you get a PhD at the age of seven? <laughs> yeah, absolutely freaking awesome, bless her. Um, mm. And so we just had so much fun. But I think sometimes that 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 is yeah. you don't have to feel I the mean, need to go. And that's it the thing, work you know. You. I mean, I know that we do a lot of holidays abroad, but we've done we've done you know not like what I class as UK based holidays as well. Have you ever been camping, Scott? Yes, I have actually, and I, no. I I actually really enjoy camping. Can I just say, and I people would... don't believe that about me. They think it's the opposite way around. They think there's Tris that would enjoy the camping, and it's me that wouldn't enjoy the camping. But it's actually the complete 
180 really? on that one. Absolutely. I, I don't I mind being in a boot. You in a tent. You could anytime. You if if you find me a tent and you right. want to go away camping, we we can do that. Um, as long as there's a shower block, swimming pool, spa. No, I'm joking. No, seriously, I don't mind it. I, I honestly it doesn't bother me. Um, when I used to do the air cadets, um, I used to go away camping. We, I've been loads of places. You were in them. the air cadets. You were flying. No, I officer. wasn't an air cadet. I was a I was a civilian instructor. I used to go and help out with the Duke of Edinburgh. <clears throat> there's so many things about you I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, you just don't know. Honestly, the only thing that I'd be worried about these days. is lack of a hair dryer but i'm sure i could cope just you know stick a hat on my head um but yeah um i i don't mind camping and camping's a great opportunity when we when um, fraser and brandon were younger we used to go camping all the time and that was an opportunity to go camping with people as well to you know for them uh, to mix yeah. with aunts uncle well i say aunts and uncles you know like people who yeah. they called aunt and uncle um and yeah we had a brilliant time on, on camping trips and it gave us the opportunity to have some downtime as well because there was things for them to do and i think that's probably i know i, I know we've done a list now but i think you need to like you said you need to have um, a plan b a plan c whatever but also just have things that you know that they're going to want to do so that you can kind of do that because i think that's quite important i really do oh so we've got a, a 10 10 top tips with 11 top tips yeah now. Yeah, you know, we, could, we, could, a, we could go on forever, couldn't it? We yeah, could do a proper yeah. countdown. Anyway, right, we are um, well into the long grass. We now. are, Scott. Your um, story. Is there anything you wanted to ask me before I go into my story? Just very quickly. Is this a trick question? Mm, I kind of mentioned it earlier in the podcast, and I said, "Oh, we probably... you're going to be a grandfather." I am. Yes, thank you for asking. Now, yes, yeah. <laughs> I've but actually I didn't know whether been... it was public. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's on Facebook and everything. <laughs> Oh, it's a real thing then. That's that's yeah, actual thing, yeah. Yeah. So my eldest son is um, co-creating with child. What you call it? <laughs> well, his girlfriend, his lovely girlfriend, Lorna. Oh. Um, so when we were on when we were on holiday, they did explain to me why she wasn't drinking alcohol, which I think is great because that means that they've obviously been paying attention to that old drum that we've been banging. That's a good start. Um, that's a good start. So yeah, so she was six weeks in, and then when they came back, they did a test because um, they came back a couple. of days before we did um and uh they facetimed us to tell us and then oh. yeah so they they announced it last week they, they had the 12 week scan she's now she's 13 weeks just gone saturday um so we've got seven weeks to wait they're going to do the gender thing which um i'm kind of i've got to reply to a message in a minute actually once we've stopped because i i don't know if i want to know i, I like the old-fashioned way where you get a surprise yeah <laughs> Get what you're given, don't you? But it's their know. choice. It's up to them. Their mum and dad, not me. Um, oh. And um, yeah, last week they sent photos of. Um, they sent us pictures of the scan that they take that they'd had, and a little baby girl with the name Baby Cass and Rennie on it. Which I don't know. There was just something in that that really it just punched me in the gut because I I don't underestimate just what that means. If that makes sense, as somebody who would could yeah. never be a parent, to actually have our surname on another generation, and to have a six Cass and Rennie that I don't have to look after. <laughs> well, that is the key point. That is the key point. Um, and it really, it, I, I, I literally, I was walking back to the car to the car park, and I literally had to stop, and and I was, I was actually sobbing when I saw it because I, I didn't. It, it's not a thing that entered my head. I didn't. I didn't. It wasn't. You know. I just didn't even think what the surname would be. I just assumed 
that because they weren't married, they would go, you know, but oh. that's how it's gone. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, they're not married, Al. Sorry about that. Uh, well, <laughs> well, it's funny you say that, but actually, um, it's, which it's a big, it's probably a subject for a bigger podcast because when my latest daughter, well, yeah, it's just a mm. bit odd because like my latest ch- grandchild came along and he's a coach, uh, even mm. though they're not married. Yeah. Shame they brought the family. Um, <laughs> bless them. No, and yeah. they're a dead canny couple, lovely couple, you know. Um, he said backtracking desperately. Um, yeah. And he's going to be a coach, but he's a he. And so that makes me think, oh, well, that means the name goes on because there is no, there's no yeah. other he. Yeah. There is, a, there is a he, but he's yeah. not a thing. And there's a she. And oh, it's all very complicated. Yeah. But I it does, yeah. it's all. Makes me think about adoptees and their names. Yes, you know. I know. Well, that's the thing, you see. It's and, complicated, and, isn't it? And also, it made, it made me, you know, I had a long conversation with, with Fraser about it and the fact that, you know, that's what they're going to have the surname is. And, you know, I, I, I can't underestimate how he came to that decision and also what that means to me i mean i'm no i'm irrelevant in this because i'm the grand I'm, I'm i'm a i'm an adoptive grandparent but it could have been so different and you know that's i'm i'm very kind of honored to to fraser for carrying on that surname because you that's, know and, and to his girlfriend Lana, because you know it matters just, to him doesn't it yeah yeah, well, that, it does, yeah. yeah. it's interesting because my daughter had said a few years earlier she said look i'm thinking of changing my name to my biological name and stuff yeah. you know that's absolutely fine you know of absolutely fine but then a few years later, she said, "No, oh, actually, she's nailed the colour to the colours to the mast in terms of her yeah. son." Hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Anyway, my Whoa. very brief story. Um, so um, uh, the the I feel like I'm promoting a movie here, so it'll be out on the twentieth of October. No, it's um, yeah. The due, you can have due date is, t-shirts and yeah. Twentieth of October is a due date. Um, me and mum. Not my mum, the mum. Um, we're hoping for the thirteenth of October, which is my birthday, and it'll be a week before because nobody else has a birthday around my birthday, except for me, and everybody forgets it's my birthday. Um, and she, yeah, she's hopeful that it will come. He, she will come a week early. Um, so am I because we go on holiday on the twenty seventh of October. Oh so. well, that, that neatly rounded up the whole thing, didn't it? That was perfect. You, you are yeah. the consummate. Honestly, you have to think about these things. And the thing is, I knew that she was potentially pregnant when we booked it as well, which actually I should slap my forehead, but I wasn't allowed to say anything. So, although I had told Tris, I mean, I shouldn't have said that because he might be, no, he he doesn't listen to me. But um, yeah, don't tell anybody that, will you? No, no, I won't tell anybody. No, no, don't even tell dad. No, I won't tell dad. Don't worry about that. And then three minutes later, I was like, Tris, just so you know, she's not drinking because she thinks she might be pregnant. (laughs) Anyway. Do you so, want my story? And honestly, you will. You hopefully you will laugh at this. So, holidays, Jacob, his eighth birthday. So it was our first time away. Went to Spain. Now you've met Aloy, you know Spanish yeah, Aloy, yeah. who was yeah, at yeah. our wedding. Yeah, really nice guy. And uh, we went to visit him and Clara, um, his his wife, or his then fiance girlfriend. Anyway, so we stayed in a lovely hotel. It's his eighth birthday and it was like we were going to the Felix, um, which is the equivalent of Universal kind of park the next yep. day. Yep. <clears throat> Aloy was going to drive me and the boys there. Tris was getting the train with Clara because it was just an easy way to do it. So went to breakfast <clears throat> and um yeah, we you know <laughs> have you seen Jacob at a buffet? <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, I'm reflecting forwards. I know how this ends. 
<laughs> so going. anyway, so Jacob decides that Spanish ham is pineapple day. <laughs> Spanish. Oh, sorry. I'm going to have to say that again. Spanish ham and pineapple day. So that is his day to, you know, just to consume as much Spanish ham and pineapple as he can. Jacob is an eater. He loves to eat. Um, and yeah, so we get in the car and we travel out of Madrid city centre. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we get to the, I've not even told the story yet. And you're already. <laughs> I think my imagination is worse than that. <laughs> oh, I'm crying. Uh, I am as well through from laughter. So anyway, we get just round the corner from the park, and it's like I'm fabulous. This is really going well. <laughs> oh, if only you could see, dear listener, if you're still listening by this point. Um, <clears throat> and um, we just were like four cars between between us and the kind of gate where you get your tickets and what have you, and then you go mm -hmm. through the car park. And all of a sudden, I feel sick. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Wet man. Anyway, after, after he said that, three seconds later, puts his hand up his face. Oh. <laughs> Projectile vomit is everywhere, but it doesn't go forward, uh. obviously. It goes sideways. So. Uh. Fraser and Brandon were sat next to him, covered in pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> covered in pineapple and Spanish ham. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, um, we pull over. Um, I, by chance, had a pair of shorts on <laughs> that I'd clearly walked a dog in. So I had two poo bags in there. <laughs> so I'm scooping pineapple and Spanish ham out of the footwell of the car. Anyway, so we ended up having a lovely day after that. Obviously, the boys had to get changed. As Jacob, you've really not got a good stomach, have you? Um, however, what we didn't think about was where we'd parked in the Spanish no. heat. <laughs> oh. So anyway, um, Aloy eventually sold the car, but when he did, it still stunk a pineapple about three years later. <laughs> oh, you awful human. <laughs> and that is a true story. Oh. I'll, get Jacob, I'll get Jacob to tell you next time. Steve. No, please, please, I beg you don't. Oh, honestly, I'm lathered now. Oh, that was um that was quite hard to tell, actually. I didn't think you would take it as bad as that, but clearly it was horrendous, so I apologise. Oh. <laughs> I can have the actually, podcast now. I've actually cut out a lot of the story as well, because I just realised your reaction. It's like, okay, I have to cut out some of that. <laughs> That's one for the live show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring a sick bag for the tour. Gonna, I'll tell that story every night until you stop being sick. Anyway, yeah. that's holiday. Long to yeah. Well, on that bombshell, <laughs> I always got the pleasure was all yours. And yeah, it certainly was. <laughs> yeah, Bon Jovi. Yeah. Pineapple and Spanish. Oh, <laughs> filthy, filthy man.
I just went, so why am I fine? I thought, okay, I can't keep this going. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> oh, do you hear me? <sighs> oh, I'm going to go. Um, you've, I'm going to have to go and lie down in a dark room and take some travel sickness pills. <coughs> you should have them dots behind your ears. Or uh, they are. I don't know. Oh, honestly. I'm just... I can't. I can't. Honestly, I've got such a gag reflex. If my children used to vomit, I would. My vomit would hit the floor before theirs. Honestly, I was. <laughs> and there's, You've th- not there's got things the best I've seen. Of you. No, <laughs> the only way I can cope is if I have to. I have to say in my head, it's just the contents of the stomach. It's just the contents of the stomach, and I can do it. But oh, yeah. Well, anyway, on that bombshell, I am going. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll get my people to talk to your people, and yeah, I'll fax you a memo. Yeah, definitely. Bon jo- yeah. yeah. Bon jovi. <laughs>